The Niners invest in their D-line again in the first round. Shanahan gets his burner at receiver. You're listening to West Coast Offense of 49ers podcast. My name is Seize. I got my big brother Al with me. What's up? Bro, let's talk football, man. Dude, let, let's talk some red and gold. And uh, man, there is a lot to get into. But we're, we're, we're going to start with that first round pick. The number 13 that ended up being the number 14th overall pick because John Li- John Lynch, the crook that he is, ended up getting thief in the night as well. I like to call him thief in the night for sure. He got picked 117 to trade back with the Bucks, so the Niners ended up picking at pick number 14. They take Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina, dude. This is in my eyes like a fucking shocker. Um, and Big also, shocker, really. dude, all right, what are your thoughts on this, man? Because this is, I know that a lot of Niner fans, um, they, they got some feelings about this one. Yeah, no, I thought we were going, we were going wide receiver with what we had there right in our laps. We had the pick of the litter. We we're going wide receiver, the mm-hmm. can't miss wide receivers, right? This is a wide, deep wide receiver class. And instead we mm-hmm. trade back with the Bucks. You know, of, of course, I'm shocked. You know, I'm shocked. That's the first thing in, yeah. that I'm thinking. We have to go wide receiver, and we don't go wide receiver with our first pick, you know? Yeah. No, dude, it, it's crazy because, yeah, all the stars were aligning to, to, for Shaney to get any wide receiver wanted besides Henry Ruggs because the Raiders drafted him, but they right. could have had CeeDee Lamb if he loved him, if they could have had Jerry Judy. And those are the two dudes that you really heard just great things about. Like, yep. yeah, this was a deep wide receiver class, but from all the mock drafts and just all of the the big boards, it seemed like it was Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb, one and two, one and two, and they just, like, one really and two yep. positions. And yeah. what, Jerry Judy went, like, the pick right after, you know, you know, fucking uh, Drew Locke and John Elway were ecstatic because they are like, damn, the Niners didn't take Jerry Judy. We're going to snatch his ass up in a second. Dude, and uh, so we might have just gifted him there. How, was that an inside and, job with uh, Lynch? With Lynchy there? Maybe, maybe you know what they Paint always got. Uh, they bit. got a little. They got a little. They got the <laughs> ultimate bromance, bro. They they were maybe. always making trades with them. I know there might be some insider shit going on there, man. The league might yeah. look into like some tampering. Maybe, li- <laughs> maybe Lynch <laughs> lost the bet, and he's like, "You got to let this one slide." He's like, "Fuck, but, man, I can't drive <laughs> trade you now because your ass is because he locked in golf or something." <laughs> I know something Dude. stupid. But, yeah. <laughs> so they end up get you know getting Javon Kinlaw. So mm-hmm. I mean PFF. He has the highest uh, two-year passing uh, pass rushing grade from PFF of any player in the 2020 NFL draft. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy because I just laughed my ass off when I heard the pick. Not because I think Javon Kinlaw is a bad player or anything. No. Like I didn't see him play that much, and you know, I just you hear about the wide receivers, and that's the the sexy pick. You know, you want that first round receiver. Not to be AJ Jenkins, you don't want him to be like yeah. Jerry. You know, you want him to be like a fucking just a baller. Like you, what, last time we drafted a first rounder it, at wide receiver, it was you know AJ Jenkins. So we wanted them to obviously improve on that. But him, you know, that's mm-hmm. the sexy pick, wide receivers. You know, he's that's you got the Antonio right. Browns on the cover of fucking Madden and Calvin Johnson. Like it's that in like quarterback. Um, but it's just because knowing that. They've the Niners have invested so many first round picks the last few years, and it goes mm-hmm. from you know Defoe to Armstead, Solomon Thomas to Bosa, yeah. now Kinlaw, like McGlinchey's yeah. like the only dude where they didn't draft, and it's just because I 
you know what the reaction was going to be. Yeah, exactly. And that Niner fans were going to be living. I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know what, what? I mean, do you? How do you feel about it now? I think it's that in the moment you're kind of yeah. just goddamn again. We're destined again. to be drafting D linemen till the end of time. But now that after a few minutes and a day, mm-hmm. like, how do you now feel about the pick? Not sitting back on it. I, 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 the strength of the team was a D line, you know, and that's the thing people yeah. talked about the most. So for them to lose DeForest Buckner or not lose, but you know, we're just not able to keep everybody, you know, just can't pay everybody. People, we got to make moves somewhere. And this yeah. is where they found that they could make a move in getting Javon Kinlaw. And exactly what you just say, his, 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 you know, his ratings are up there. I'm, I'm like, man, I like this guy. I like this guy a lot. And it's funny that you say a baller. I mean, we didn't get a baller in the sense of a wide receiver, but I think we got a baller at the D line again. Maybe yeah. he won't be Defoe, but maybe he will be able to, you know, next man up kind of situation. Hey, you're here. We're not asking you to be him, especially yeah. year one after what he's done for us. But we're definitely asking you to step up for the number one pick. And there was a big drop off at a de- defensive tackle. You know, it was uh, mm-hmm. Brown out of Auburn, and then you got Kinlaw. And after that, yeah. that was it. So I don't, at that, I'm like, okay, then we got one of the best, you know, defensive tackles in the game, you know, in, in college, obviously. And that's yeah. who we drafted. So that's. I don't. I, now that I sit back. I'm like, okay, we're, we're, I got to be reasonable now, right? Like, we didn't get the sexy pick, but we got the, you know, the dog in the trenches kind of situation. We're like, yeah, hey, this is how we got it. We're gonna try to run it back with what we're getting, or you know, coming back already, and let's let's go. Yeah, that's a good point. Just running that shit back because, yeah. I mean, Niner fans want to be upset that we drafted another D lineman, but hey, it was all those fucking D linemen that we drafted in the last few years that got us to the Super Bowl. And exactly, yeah. uh, now, so if you if you want to get back there, I think Lynch's his state of mind was I'm gonna keep the strength of the team, the strength of the team for years to come. And so this is a a tweet from uh, PFF Mike Mike Renner uh, on Twitter. So mm-hmm. Kinlaw has the highest pass rushing win rate of any defensive tackle in college football over the past two seasons at 15.4. And he even admitted he only had a few moods. Dude is just scratching the surface of what he could become. So he's a little raw like, from what I've been reading too. Yeah, it seems yeah. like he has a lot of like upside, and maybe he didn't come in as polished as Defoe did. And it's gonna be pressure on dude because you. It would have been easier for that first round pick if it would have been a wide receiver or, or like a could've skilled been, yeah. position player because you didn't say you didn't play the same position as Defoe, but. Right. Defoe was a fan favorite. He's been here mm-hmm. for so many, so many years, and we were when we were terrible, and we got to see him be from going from a terrible team, the Tom Sulliers, to then like, all right, now right. we're like Super Bowl contenders. So, mm-hmm. and it was sad to see him go. So he's gonna have some big shoes to fill, um, yeah. you know, from like in in DeForest Buckner. So it's it's gonna be interesting. But don't you feel like it almost was? Lynch is just ensuring that this D line is going to be the strength for like years to come because it was they made their choice. It's, right. It seemed very apparent when it was going to be either Armstead or Defoe. They were going to pick one of them. They signed well, Armstead, yeah. and then I thought they were just going to let Defoe probably walk or maybe franchise tag him next year or whatever. But they thought ahead and they're like, now we're going to get somebody that's cheaper that's going to be under team control for at least a couple years. When you look at the money, it it. There's no what 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 is he getting from the Colts? You know, 
80 million plus, you know, and, and Ken mm-hmm. Law is going to be what less than 20 for a good four or five years, like you said, and yeah. under team control for a, quite a bit of time. I mean, it only makes sense. You know what I mean? There's just no way they could pay everybody. Kittle's got to get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously they're going to want to keep Bosa. So it, it you know, it's just going to yeah. get to the point where, you know, we're going to, they're going to have to make a decision somewhere. And unfortunately they made it in default, but they played, played it right. I think, cause they got a first round pick out of it. You know what I mean? And we got somebody yeah. who's, you know, was in dominant, dominant in college that hopefully comes close to bringing that into the NFL, you know, just shoring up the D line even more, you know? And I think another thing, we're not asking them to play every down. They're, they like to rotate their defensive line. So yeah. it's not going to be all that pressure on him to go in there. I mean, I think another person we kind of forgetting about is like DJ Jones. Like, remember, he got hurt. Yep. He Dude, everybody got hurt. Good. All the D, the only exactly. D linemen that felt like that were hurt, that were healthy, were all the first round picks. Like, I mean, Imagine that. About, <laughs> yeah, DJ Jones, yeah. Ronald Blair, they're all dropping like flies. Like week yeah. after week after week, they're getting fucking hurt, and you're like, yeah. God damn. So is that going to happen again? I mean, you certainly hope I not, hope and you not. don't bet that that's going to happen. So you make a good point where he's not going to have. We're not asking him to be that. Like, I guess. What DeForest mm-hmm. Buckner was asked to be when we first drafted him, and then Ar- Eric Ar- Eric Armstead to just be, dude, you got to produce on a D line where you got nobody else really to help exactly. helping you. But now he's got Bosa from one side, D Ford from the other, um, Armstead right yep. there beside him, so he's not going to be commanding so much attention, and uh, he might be eaten, bro. Are we are we, are we looking at another uh, another yeah. t- defensive player of the year candidate? I mean, shit. Could it be a worse? I mean, it could have been a worse situation for him. You know, he got into a pretty good situation. He even talked about it with Debo. You know what I mean? He he was open mm-hmm. about. They, they've already spoken. Oh yeah, they were teammates. This, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were teammates. South Carolina. And he said he wanted to play. If they were, they asked him if he wanted to play for a line out there, he said the Niners. That's the D line he wanted to play for. You know, because I'm sure Debo was talking about how the locker room is. He's like, dude, yeah. that's where I want to go. You know, and then I mean, and he gets his wish. Like, come on, this dude's coming in. He's ready to go. I just, you got to just, I'm ready for the season to start. Let's just get going. Put this dude on the line. Let's see what's up. Dude, and then we seen, uh, you see Von Miller's reaction to the Yeah, uh, to I the saw pig. the reaction yeah. too. Come on. He's, <laughs> he's exactly pissed. like, he's yeah, he's like, dude, he's like, how greedy can we be? It. But we got to be the, greedy. Yeah, the rich get richer, man. Because yeah. what did he say? I think his his line in that, that reaction video was it was something like he wanted uh, the, the Broncos to draft him. Yeah. So yeah. because he, he knew they were going wide receiver, him. but yeah, yeah, but yeah, he wanted somebody there with him too. And you know, he's like it takes the pressure off him. So hey, if he brings it in this line mm-hmm. and we're rotating him in, and we're not asking him to do everything, we're asking him to be part of this whole cast here. Mm-hmm. I just I, I think it's a good pick. At the end, after it all, aftermath kind of pick. Like you know, let the dust settle. Mm-hmm. No wide receiver, but I'm I'm pretty happy. I'm I like Dude. good defense, man. I oh, like yeah, our defense of course. last year. Let's yeah. do it again. Hell yeah! And I know yeah. with you, it, I mean the Niners have a history. I mean this this podcast is called West Coast Offense, but that's you know and, and yeah during the eighties and, and the nineties they did had a good but. defense, but it was the offense that was really like the bread and butter and the calling card of this organization. But for you, I know like you have that that love for. The P. Willies yeah. and Justin Smith and that hair, yeah. that Cardinals football, and like yep. that's what is this era now uh, is really like the strength is is the defense. But I mean, you just look at it 
it's we got both under team control for a few years. They just re-upped Armstead. Now we got Kinlaw. Who knows what's going to happen to to D Ford? But we're going to have a pass rush for for years to come, which which feels pretty fucking nice. And yeah, it we, does. That's that's the um. Uh, you just you gotta love it, man. You love to see it. Uh, yeah, you do. Oh, another reaction that I loved was uh, Javal Kinlaw's dad. I mean, that was one of the best <laughs> moments of the fucking the draft. He's rolling around <laughs> on the ground and shit, just in pure happiness. Yeah. Or his, even his, after his the dad. fact he's all arms stretched out, like, "What's up?" You know, we're here. <laughs> he's coming. I, yeah, dude. That just tells that me, shit, oh, he loved it. He loved yeah. it. He's he knows his son's gonna. He's gonna do good things. That's what that, he his feels. Dad, like. His his pops was a Niner fan. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how that happened yeah. from be, you know being like South Carolina, but just yeah. just with like Kendrick Bourne, you, he has this. You could tell, man, man loves wearing the red and gold, and you just mm-hmm. want players that. Yes, that's a situation where they wanted to go to, because um, you just have a feeling that they're gonna put in the work and be yeah. like, nah, this this is where I wanted to be. This is a situation where I feel like I can flourish. Yeah. And uh, and that's where we're at, man. And um, so they invest in the D line once again. So any uh, final thoughts on this Kinlaw pick before we move into the um, to their other first round pick? No, I'm good with it. I I, I want to see him produce and I hope good things out of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. still my team, and I gotta trust, you know, Shanahan, and then I gotta trust Lynch and the decisions they've made. So, you know, they've done good so far. So I'm good. Yeah, and you know, w- one last thing is. Like just trusting the plan, and this is this does seem like it's the game plan because Shanahan, yeah. when talking about it, their like uh, organizational philosophy, he explained the f- philosophy on like investing high round draft picks in the D line mm-hmm. or in defense, where he said it's possible to succeed with lesser talent and a strong scheme offensively on defense. However, you forget mm-hmm. trickery; it's all about talent, and that's right. exactly what they did. And yeah, so it just exactly. it falls in line with exactly what he wanted because they seemed super juiced at the Javon Kinlaw pick, but there was a gleam in Shanahan's eye when he got his other first round pick, which mm-hmm. is Brandon Ayuk. So Niners were picking at thirty one. They swap first round picks with the Vikings and they give up the one seventeen pick that they got from the Bucks and then also gave up the yeah. 176 was the fifth round pick to the Vikings. They take Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. Your thoughts? I, you know, I was surprised that they jumped up, and yeah. then they, you know, I, I didn't know what they were going to do on the back end of this uh, round one. You know, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, what's going to happen? I was just waiting for the pick to come. I didn't think they were going to trade up, and then when it first came through, at first I was like, I. I was like, with the last name like that, what's gonna happen? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's usually like bad stuff. You know what I mean? You look, you're just like, no way. But I mean, once you start looking at the numbers, and he's up there with the top receivers, and in, in you know, in college football, as far as yards after the catch, and uh, you know, I'm I, now I'm okay with it. I, I like it. I, I like the yeah. pick. And, and if this is who Shanahan wanted, again, I gotta trust that Shanahan knows his receivers. You know what I mean? He knows the guys he wants. In his offense, you know, yeah, yeah, most definitely. No, I'm, I'm okay and with it. So sure. I mean, we we look at so I just first. So he hasn't drafted a a, a first round a wide receiver in the first round until Brandon Ayuk. But second round wide receivers, he, he took Dante Pettis. Mm-hmm. He took Debo. 
So right. he's one for two. He's still batting 500 there. I mean, with what that kind of average you're gonna get in the in the Hall of Fame if you're batting 500. But so <laughs> you, you're, this, already count, hold on, you're already counting. Hold on, you're already counting out Pettis. Oh, I'm already man. counting him. I'm already, I'm already writing him Dang. off, bro. He, he's in my doghouse now. We get Shanahan's doghouse. That's my doghouse. A little bit harder to get out of. Yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> I got love. I got love with Pettis, though, man. We yeah, want to see do. him succeed on this podcast. I do. But, I definitely dude, imagine do. if imagine if he emerges. Imagine oh, if he fucking balls out and. He's got to feel some sort of way. You are a second round pick that the Niners. When this isn't, we're not going to go on a Dante Pettis rant here. We'll leave mm-hmm. that for another time. But yeah. I'm excited to see how he's going to react to this because he just saw in back to back years the Niners invest a first and a second round pick into the right. wide receivers. Yep. So it's like, come on, dude. Like, you, it's it's time to put up or shut up this this yeah. year. And um, so Brandon Ayuk, another Niner fan. I don't know if you've seen the the. Uh, the thing he posted on yes. Twitter. <laughs> I did. Like, I just saw it. Well, he said it was it was, all, it was a tweet. It was already written. Four years old. So excited to be part of the 49ers organization. Hat, hashtag faithful. He's got the Niner turtleneck. Again, turtleneck, you, bro. you love to see it. I mean, the turtleneck, that's a hell of a play. But dude, he's another Niner fan. And then once you start reading the like his um, – uh, what was it? So n- another stat from PFF was Brandon Ayuk averaged 9.9 yards after the yeah. catch in his after career at Arizona catch. State. Another first in the 2020 NFL draft. So the Niners got somebody who's like the highest pass rushing win rate with Javon Kinlaw. Mm-hmm. And then now at wide receiver, they got a yet, another yak god. They got another Debo. Like this dude yeah. takes it to the house or just gets crazy yak. All the yeah. fucking time. That, doesn't that mm-hmm. sound just like a Shanahan pick? That's like right exactly. up his alley. That's exactly. I, yeah. Obviously, I'm not. I'm I'm gut reaction. Like I'm not watching mm-hmm. all this college football. I'll see some of these big games, see the big names and things like that, yeah. and see how it's gonna play out because I know I'm gonna see these guys in the NFL. But I mean, when when I start looking at the numbers and I'm looking at some of the highlights, this is, ex- I'm looking at the, this guy. I'm like, this is exactly the kind of guy that Shanahan wants on his team. A lot mm-hmm. of screens, a lot of slants, and he's just taking it to the house. Yeah. Which is crazy. And, uh, they yeah. talk about his, uh, uh, his wingspan. Yeah. He has a wingspan a, yeah. of six foot nine. Six and, foot uh, nine. Yeah. You know what? And, um, I died a little bit inside when I heard, when I read that, because essentially he is Emmanuel Sanders replacement. And if Brandon Ayuk is on the field, then mm-hmm. maybe Jimmy doesn't overthrow him in the Super Bowl, or at least he could pull like a Michael Jordan via Space Jam and extend those long ass arms, <laughs> and maybe he catches it and rolls into the end zone, and we're talking Super Bowl champions right now. <laughs> Somebody's but, gonna uh, go in there and look at that video and putting Brandon Ayuk's arm there to see if yeah, he would caught it. Just Photoshop, man. Just stretch him out a little bit, and you see the ball just fall right into his hands. Oh, that that could have happened, and so. I was like, God damn it, Jimmy! Yeah. I started like having cold sweats and like, why didn't we just have Brandon Ayuk? We we drafted him a year year too late. Yeah, but it's crazy oh, well. with that with that wingspan and I mean this wide receiving this depth chart is gonna be it's gonna be competitive. It seems like each and every single year it's getting more competitive. Um, you know, we mm-hmm. we lost Emmanuel Sanders, but we have we're almost mm-hmm. gaining three receivers. We got Trent Taylor coming back. Trent Taylor, you know, um, Jalen Hurd. It's like, damn, this is gonna be man. That might this might end up becoming one of the strengths of the team if all these dudes kind of pan out. Trent Taylor, we know what he can do if yeah. he's healthy. 
Um, Jalen Hurd from those glimpses yeah. from him. I mean, he, you were at the Cowboys uh, preseason game. You see him fucking just just be an absolute beast. Um, I mean, and it's also still in line with their with their philosophy. Um, and I, I think it wasn't a like a splash because he wasn't the C.D. Lambs or no. he wasn't you know the the Jerry Judys. But you got to be happy because they. Kinlaw, they invested in the strength of their team, and then it feels mm-hmm. like they did get better and younger at the wide receiver position. So they did address. How how do you feel about? I don't know who would have been the player they would have gotten, mm-hmm. but w- besides wide receiver, like if they do, the other need was probably cornerback, right? They, cornerback, they maybe, yeah, that was another need. So, but I you, think at that time, though, I think a lot of I'd have to look back at it, but I think a lot of cornerbacks were coming off the board as far as mm-hmm. I don't know I mean if if what I would have liked to seen is gone with that's you know the predictable like let's get you know Jerry Judy or CeeDee Lamb yeah. at 13 and then at 31 gone defensive line you know but they went this way and I have to trust that what they're doing you know because they've designated him as a foundational piece in this of this team in drafting yeah. him 25. So I have to take what they've done and trading up and getting him, you know, and saying, okay, if you're saying this guy, Ayuk and Lamb were there neck to neck and this is who Shanahan wanted, then I got to, I just got to, I can't even hypothetical anything. I'm going to say, this is the guy, this is the draft. This is the guy they wanted. And this is how we're going to go with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I make that makes sense. And um, I mean, they, it makes you kind of seem that maybe the gap, the the gap was just um, was too great for them with like Javon Kinlaw, which mm-hmm. is that much of a better prospect than like you know Jerry Judy and um, and Ceedee Lamb. So I, you know, I I think you want to kind of go with within those top fifteen picks with dude that has like hall of fame potential and maybe they just didn't see that in cd lamb or in jerry judy and they just felt like brandon Ayuk was just as good as what shanahan said that mm-hmm. Ayuk was his like favorite wide receiver yeah, which may yeah. be true but at the same time he's gonna hype up the pick and he's gonna want to hype up fans because fans are gonna be like oh yeah, yeah he course. said he was, was his his um favorite wide receiver but you know right and we pull the wool over your eyes maybe that's true but we gotta question everything and be skeptical and but it could be that that gap was just not as big between Ayuk and CeeDee Lamb, and they would have been fine with either one of those players. Um, if But if Javon Kinlaw was on the board, and that would have been the pick for them. Uh, yeah. Going back to the cornerback, uh, who was it? The Dolphins mm-hmm. uh, selected Noah. God knows how to say his last name. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it and disrespect <laughs> the young man and stuff, but he's yeah. in Auburn. Uh, so that was pick 30, and, and then with the Vikings – pick that which we swapped with them they picked uh jeff gladney cornerback out of texas christian so yeah supposedly he was two. he was linked though wasn't gladney linked with uh with the niners at one point and possibly a you know a player they were going to draft i don't know i didn't see that but it could yeah, be yeah it, it could that. be very much the case man but hey the niners got their their first round wide receiver wasn't the wide receiver that most people probably expected but um they got their guy man so um overall i mean there's we know we're not going to get into the the other draft picks. Not to say that those players are irrelevant, because hey, George Kittle was a fifth round pick. But 
We're, we we want to talk about the the sexy picks, the first, the second rounders, dudes that are more than likely going to have an effect on this team right off the bat and are going to have a chance to compete and be impact players from the very beginning. And those are going to be players right. that you're going to want to keep your eye on. So that we're just going to kind of touch on those two. So any final thoughts on just the draft overall? If you had some thoughts on those other draft picks or the brand now you pick? No, I think I, as far as Brandon Ayuk, my final thoughts on on him would be that it wasn't the name that everybody was hearing, the C.D. Lambs, the you know the Jerry Judys, and you know things like that. But when you look at the numbers, he's up there with all of them, mm-hmm. you know, in certain categories, you know. And I think he's going to be very effective in this offense. So that's something that maybe people moaned at first, just like, oh, really? But looking at it again, just like we looked at it with Javon Kinlaw. It's a good pick. It's a good pick for this team. And I'm trusting mm-hmm. Shanahan once again. And I'm trusting Lynch once again to to make the right decision. So I know they're going to make it work. So I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, dude, definitely, man. We're going to trust the offensive guru that is Shanahan. We'll trust yeah. the Stanford man and Lynch. So uh, I think we'll wrap up uh, episode one, the premiere episode of West Coast Offense. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one.